He triggered a revolution in fitness and athletic training with a booming empire of groundbreaking gyms, huge online engagement, international athletic competitions, and a cult following of fanatic fans. CrossFit is like no other business I've ever seen, and its founder and CEO is like no other business executive I've ever met. I like this guy, and he's my guest today on All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett. I'm talking about Greg Glassman. He's one of the world's most respected business experts, Jeffrey Hazlett. I want to take you behind the scenes on what's happening in business today. And whether you're on Main Street or Wall Street, we're going to find out the secrets behind their success. This is All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett, brought to you by Fortinet. Hey, Greg, great to talk to you. You know, we first met when I did a television episode for Bloomberg on CrossFit that went through the roof. It was like the number one show on Bloomberg that's ever been seen. And quite frankly, it blew up online, too. Yeah, that was fun, Jeff. That was fun. And you just had another one. I just saw CBS uh, 60 Minutes came and did you. It's nice they're following in my footsteps. But that was a pretty good show as well. I don't think it was as good as the one we did because we did. I did a whole 30 minutes on you. But well, I, 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 Yeah, Jeff, I mean, we had, we had a lot of fun, you and I did. And uh, you got to, to come around while we were having our uh, uh, annual training uh, trainer event. Uh, trainer training yeah and uh, that that we, we had a blast but the the 60 minutes thing was uh different we've had a uh multi-year conversation with them uh where uh we walked them through uh uh before before really going on the record um we showed them a lot and spent yeah. a lot spent a lot of time with them yeah, but I still and, thought uh, I still thought we did a. You know, of course, I you know put my own hat on, pat myself on the back. I thought we did a, a more in depth about how you guys operate, the way you operate. I really liked it. I mean, sixty minutes, sixty minutes. Man, don't get me wrong. And you know, I'm part of the CBS network as part of this Play.it. But I, you know, I really liked it. And but the other thing is, you guys gave me unfettered access, which you let me talk to everybody. Nothing was off yeah. record. You know. Yeah. Yeah, look, you know, what is there to hide about about a balanced diet and functional exercise, right? I mean, you know what? <laughs> it's a, yeah, there is, there is nothing to hide. Well, you know, I recently, since I met you, I've lost like 50 pounds. Now, I've, I've hit a couple CrossFits, but really, someone said, what did you do? I said, it's amazing, absolutely amazing. You basically expend more calories than you take in. Write that down, you know? And, and I started doing that. I started eating healthier, and I started working out a little bit more and doing more, and, you know, you lose weight. It's called I call it the shut-your-mouth diet, but, you know, it seems to work for me. What So what's making you guys – what do you think is the – I mean, you guys are everywhere. You're just blowing it up. What do you think is the single biggest thing that you've tapped into that has made you so successful? I think we have a prescription for uh... – for a lifestyle prescription of uh, uh, functional movement and a balanced diet that uh, has proven um, to be remarkably more effective than uh, the status quo, which would, by the way, include your energy in, energy out. Uh, yeah. Congratulations and good luck. Well, thanks. But uh, we've got a refinement on that, too. Well, you, you have um, to have the other you know, pieces can, to it, right? You, you really do. 
I mean, without well, question. All my I mean, worry is with the energy in, energy out. What you're going to do is, you know, you don't look fat anymore, but you still have a, a fat metabolism. That is, yep. you have a, a, a metabolism through which too much blood sugar may be moving, moving through it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'd rather not burn that off. I'd rather not take it, take it in to begin with. But uh, you know that's a that's a discussion that needs to be had. No, but I and um, I, that's that's one of the things I like. You actually said something on my show that I when you said it, I turned to my producer and I said, I hope you got that on tape. You you actually you you were speaking before your group, which you let me do. I mean, again, unfettered, and you said we're building a brand of the human body, and I thought that was extremely insightful because when you look around at people in CrossFit, I can tell who the CrossFitters are. Having done the show and then knowing people and got great friends um, that are in CrossFit and it, it truly is a lifestyle. You know, some people even, you know, yell at you a little bit. Your crit 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 uh, critics will sometimes say it's a cult, which absolutely is not. But it's a lifestyle. But you, you're building a brand in the human body. You can recognize the people who are in CrossFit. Without a doubt. Yeah. And that's what you're that's what you're getting to you know you're telling me i know what you're being nice to me as we're having this conversation but jeff if you don't work out you don't do these things you'll never get you know sustain that over time yeah i need a low and stable blood sugar and the, and the and the best way to accommodate that is to get roughly a balanced diet and i mean in the macronutrients about balance protein carbon fat mm -hmm. and as that's part of the CrossFit prescription. Business as usual before us, what was being advocated by outfits like the American College of Sports Medicine and the National Strength Conditioning Association were diets that look more like 70 or 80% carbohydrates. And what accounts for that difference? How is it that, that we think it should be 33% and, and how is it that they think it should be uh, 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 80% or, or 40% in their 80% or 70%. How does that happen? Mm -hmm. Well, the 70% figure was purchased by the sponsors of the organizations that think that's the number. Ours was selected. Look, Jeffrey, we did this in the, we did this in Santa Cruz in the, in the shadow of the Silicon Valley, fundamentally a, a, a hippie bedroom community of the Silicon Valley with Silicon Valley clients and friends. And and this is and the spirit is right. You looked around and saw the need, and the need is this: is that the genomic needs of Homo sapiens um, weren't being met by a diet that was that was super rich in high in carbohydrate, refined carbohydrate, um, uh, typically deficient of, of essential fatty acids and amino acids, coupled with an exercise regimen, sitting on machines, lateral raises and curls, and spending time on the treadmill. It does something, but but it's probably closer to nothing than it is to what would be optimal. And this is true across the entire, you know, exercising public. People are involved in, in commercial uh, uh, endeavor. Well, you know, and you we come along and yeah. suggest something very different. Now, yes, where does it come from? Where does the success come come from? The results in exactly what I'm describing. Yeah. Nothing else. There's nothing else at play. But, but you sound more like a tech company than you do an, an exercise company. Yeah, well, you know, something, we're the only exercise company that thinks like a tech company. Yeah. And we're not only that, we're the only, uh, I think, uh, I think we're the only uh, company in the world involved in the technology of advancing human performance. I believe that. I don't think there's anyone else in that game. So when, we when, put, you, when we you describe put, the we company, We put human right? performance on a kinematic foundation. We said, listen, let's do this. Let's do this. Like, like let's turn human movement. Let's judge it. And, and and define it and perfect it 
by the same terms that you would with any species of movement, with the fundamental mechanics of Newtonian mechanics, the fundamentals of Newtonian kinematics, uh, kinematics, force, distance, and time. So I like it when I wind you up. Are you as much? Are you as passionate today, or more passionate today than you were when you started? I don't think there's been any change. Mm-hmm. So you you, know, you would have um, the same conversation, say, 20 years ago that you would have today. Oh yeah. And yeah, you feel same. the same drive every day? I mean, you get up with the same no, drive. No, I'll be honest. Um, it's getting more exciting. We've got the we've got the momentum of unprecedented results. You can see our people going into the Starbucks and coming out of Whole Foods. You can identi- visually identify the CrossFitters. Everyone should check out the games. Look at those people. Yeah, well, look you at know, the you games. Know when you, yeah, that's been yeah, successful. Look at, <laughs> look at the people coming out of the boxes, coming out of the CrossFit gyms. Look at my affiliates. Look at our trainers. Look at the women. Mm-hmm. They're, you they're, but they're you, you know, you don't describe your – the business isn't doesn't have the same characteristics as, one, your competitors, which is probably good in this case, but, two, of, of a lot of other businesses. I mean, I even in my show, I talked about your boardroom was a hotel room. Your boardroom was wherever you guys were gathering. It wasn't like, you know, your father's, um, you know, normal company. And that's why I said you also operate more like a tech company. It's you kind of breaking down those barriers. You, you, do you see it still continued that way, even with the scale that you're starting to get? Well, you know, I've got, I've got a couple of nice headquarters now in the Northern California and Santa Cruz. It's actually in Scotts Valley. But uh, just outside of Santa Cruz, we have what might be the largest uh, television production uh, facility in Northern Cal. I've been told that's true. We don't. We don't know if it is or not, but well, I know it's big. Can I know some of your? I know some of the guys that are running it because we we talk yeah, online. Yeah, it's, a, it's a good size facility, yeah. and, and then we have some prime uh, uh, corporate space in uh, in Solana Beach, and uh, got a bunch of staff in that neighborhood, uh, lawyers and. Uh, well, you got a lot of attorney, you got a lot of lawyers. You've always yeah, invested got, in a lot of lawyers. And then now we now we got a place to put them, <laughs> which is. <laughs> which is which is really cool. You yeah. go in and look at them, right? Yeah, exactly. Don't feed them, but look at them, right? Yeah, but but everything's everything's the same, really, um, except the fact that there is the the momentum and the uh, and the gratification and the the uh, wonderful opportunity to lead the affiliates in uh, in celebrating and uh, protecting what it is that they do. How would you? you know, do, how would you? My, my, my competitors have a bottom line, and, right. and I and I understand that they're businesses. Um, I and I can't deny that we're a business, but my bottom line is maximizing work capacity across broad time and modal domains. It's our technical uh, definition of what we do, and we've taught our affiliates how to do that, and we, we our diet supports all of that. And we do this to the benefit of the client, and, and there's nothing else that matters. There's nothing else we really metric. And it turns out that that is extremely profitable. Now, let me tell you something about tech. I don't think my brothers and sisters in San Jose and Mountain View and Sunnyvale, I don't think they really see the world any differently. Mm-hmm. We have We have wonderful partners in tech, and I think that's also their view of the world. I think they know that you deliver the goods, you have something that's demonstrably superior to what's offered by others, and and you will be rewarded in the marketplace for it. And everything else is, is, is BS. 
I love it. Let me, I'm writing down some notes because I always like to do that as I'm, I'm, I'm listening to you. You know, what would you call the company? I mean, when I think of, when I think of Nike, I think of Nike, Nike as a lifestyle brand, uh, like New Balance that is, is a shoe. I mean, uh, I know you've got a partner with Reebok, but I use that as an example. But Apple's to me is a lifestyle brand, and Microsoft is a product. You you seem to be becoming really positioned as a lifestyle brand. I know I know I would describe it as a lifestyle without question, but I think as a lifestyle brand as well. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. There's not a doubt did about you it. did you start with that in mind, or has that just been the result no, never, of just being demonstrably never. superior, as you said? No, the, the, yeah, yes, it's being demonstrably superior. Um, <laughs> no, you know, look, when, when you're a cowboy and you go out in the morning and you get out on your horse and you got the chaps and the spurs, you know, there's never a moment where you look in the mirror and turn around and ask if this outfit makes me look like a cowboy or not. I mean, mm-hmm. there's there's none of that to well, us. Well, you're not a um, you're not. I wouldn't describe you as a cowboy. More like a surfer, dude. I mean, that's what oh, you, and, and your look. There, I, have, <laughs> I have critics in New Zealand that refer to us collectively as cowboys, and it took us the longest time to figure out that that was a, you know it's a derogatory. Really, I take that. I'm, hey, I'm from South Dakota. I take cowboys as nothing but but great. You know. Yeah, I was. Uh, I took offense to it. Yeah. But, uh, you know. But but so are you really trying to continue to position it that way? In what way? In a light as a lifestyle brand. Uh, no, mm-hmm. no. Um, but we have we have produced something that is that is um, that is vitally important in terms of lifestyle. That there are salient choices that make a profound difference across the board. You, you know, and you get to define it. I'm not going to. I don't have to. I don't have to tell you what those are going to be. Mm-hmm. Those that are engaged in the activity can can come back with their laundry list of the of the wonderful benefits. But there is something amazing about about a balanced diet and functional exercise. And there may be something equally amazing about the fact that it was. Um, in rare supply, or that you know, you you didn't find it anywhere. People weren't eating weren't eating balanced macronutrients. People weren't doing functional movements when they exercised. They weren't doing them in, at the gyms. And and we stepped into that space, and 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 something amazing happened. Now, out of that, um, my affiliates brought this to the masses in a kind of a tribal fashion. And so what naturally arises is a sport. We had 273 competitors for the, in the open uh, portion of the games this year. Um, an amazing amount of loyalty and camaraderie and, uh, and friendships and marriages and, and business success. And so there's, there's, something, there's something special to all of this, which causes someone, something like Reebok to come to us and say, hey, this is, this is authentic, this is real. You know, we're, we're everything that the Nike superstar is, is, is in, the, in the ads mm-hmm. and the way everything's portrayed is, is portrayed to be. We are. But you're the, I would call you the blue-collar version of that, meaning the real version of it, the, you know, the actual well, version. It's, com- yeah. it's, 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 it's completely real. Yeah. It's completely real and, and unadulterated and fairly spontaneous. Yeah. Look what happens when you put fitness on a on a kinematic foundation. It becomes comp- possible to compete at a workout. And rather than going to the gym and pumping and look at my bicep, look at your bicep, how many miles did you run this week? This is how many I did. Um, what we got is we're going to go to the workout today. We're going to be out of here in 45 minutes. 
And if there's five of us going, someone's going to take first, someone's going to take second, there's going to be a third, fourth, and fifth place. Mm -hmm. And that's not the part that we, you know, I mean, I, I don't, I didn't have to introduce that element. It was unavoidable um, to the point that you put fitness on a, on a kinematic foundation. It was also possible to develop an advanced uh, human performance, which is also made possible doing things like, uh, well, protecting health yeah so greg I, let me take a break i gotta take a break because I, I gotta pay for things sure you know yeah. you, you've got quite a story and all business here right here we're sponsored by duncan which says that every cup has a story and my story is fueled i like the duncan espresso and i love to do it and i don't know about crossfit but all business and jeffrey hazlett runs on duncan and america runs on duncan too do you, do you drink coffee at all i don't drink coffee i, I drink iced tea you do drink iced tea well you can get yeah. that too there you can get that that, which isn't bad. That's good. But look, I'm going to get back going, to this. I'm going to Dunkin' Donut with you and have an iced tea. Okay, we'll go. <laughs> we'll go, and then 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 we'll go out later and have a beer or something hey, else. Jeffrey, too. listen. I don't I don't have a problem with Dunkin' Donut unless unless they claim that the donuts prevent heart attacks. Well, they and would. <laughs> then, then I got a problem. Yeah, I don't think they'll do that. And I don't either. Nothing wrong with one every so often either. That's what's good. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you know, the, one of the things I really like, I, I look at you guys as being old school too. When I, when I walked into the, my first CrossFit, yeah, I felt like I'd walk back into high school, quite frankly. And, and what I meant by that, when I really love to work out, when I really love to, you know, toss things around, and I felt the atmosphere of team atmosphere, even though I'm competing against the people there in, in the box, as you call them, the gyms, the box, I am there, I'm sitting there, and, and the people were cheering me on. And, and I'm cheering them on getting this stuff done. Even though some of them were a lot better, you know, and some, many of the women were a lot better than me at getting some of those things done, especially in the chin-up bar. You know, and I, I just think that's that, that's been something that's just. Is, did you say that just developed as part of the activity? Yeah, it does. And uh, you know, there, there's there's some other powerful forces at play here. Um, uh, the, the effort is is generally, on average, it's enormous. So people are putting a, a, a lot of energy into what they're doing. They're trying very hard, and uh, the uh, exhaustion and uh, and uh, the taxing is is obvious and and complete, and um, that shared with others is uh, produces some kind of magical chemistry. You know, I had a I had a friend from a first special forces group call one day and said that at the end of the CrossFit workout on that day, it came to him in a flash what the admixture was that was critical to camaraderie, and he said it was agony and laughter. <laughs> and the CrossFit was critical to his yeah. unit mm -hmm. in that regard. And I knew exactly what he was talking about because yeah. not only are there a lot of people on the floor with the sweat angels, but you'll notice through the course of any hour, there are more than a few times when there's quite a bit of laughter or giggling or horseplay. It's a, mm -hmm. it's a, it's a fun crowd. Yeah, but there's even and some gut-wrenching stuff. I mean, your, your mascot's the one. It's called, <laughs> I was talking to my yeah, team today, you know, which it, is it, a fun it, thing, I think. You know, they're calling Pukey. I want to make sure everybody knows, but Pukey the, the, uh, the clown, which I think is just kind of a reverent kind of let's make fun of the things that could happen when you, when you get working out so doggone hard. Look, you, you, you work out hard. Anyone's done track and field or any kind of sport uh, to any significant level knows the possibility is there that you can work out hard enough to, to make yourself uh, uh, temporarily nauseous. Yeah. 
Exactly. And uh, rather than hide for that or pretend like it doesn't exist, uh, we thought we'd just put it right up in front. Yeah. And then I have, I have no regrets for that. Look, there was there was never a desire to turn on a neon sign and have a gym filled with people. It, the, the premise is this, is that constantly varied high-intensity functional movement coupled with a diet of meat and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch, no sugar, um, will have a profound impact on your life and in such a manner that it will make you better. Now, hold on, what do I mean by that? I'll let you decide. So go ahead and engage in constantly varied high-intensity functional movement, eat in the manner that, I'm, that I, we're suggesting, that we're prescribing, and in our seminars we'll take you through, you know, a whole weekend of, of how to do that, but you don't need that. You can find it all online off our website. It's all there. There's no secrets. And and engage in that. And you, beforehand, write down a whole bunch of things you think would make you better. You could reduce your triglyceride, be a better dad, uh, have more energy on the weekends for the family, or finally slam dunk the ball. Whatever the hell it is that you think would make you better, write it down, put it in an envelope. And then do that for yourself. Engage in functional movement in a, in a balanced diet. And what you're going to find is six months later that if any of those things are quantifiable or for the, even those that you feel are, are things that are entirely subjective, like am I a better dad or not, you're going to, you're going to tell yourself, yeah, it is, I am better. Hey, you can, and oh, go ahead. That's the magic trick here, the magic trick here, sir, is that we're providing a stimulus and an environment it is a critical and important match to your genetic, to the to the needs of the of the genome of the Homo sapien genome. It's really that easy, and that's why this thing's spreading around the world, around all cultures, across all genders, regardless of your religious beliefs. We've got these things in the Palestinian Authority, and we have them in the basement of the White House, our affiliates. So let me ask you about the media side of this, because. One of the things that you guys have done probably, well, much better than most businesses is share. And you have a very big online community that's very active in sharing. And yet a lot of companies would tend to not allow that to happen or try to stifle it, but yet you've stepped into it. And what's been, what advice would you give to other business owners out there about that experience that, you, that you've had so far? I don't know, but Jeffrey, look, we're in the business of trying to reveal a, a, a fundamental truth. And if you look at our our uh, uh, revenue lines, you know, it's about training and education. And we have a message that was revolutionary. It was uh, is contrary to what is was believed, widely believed, what is um, accepted by uh, uh, and preached by the uh, 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 organizations that have been chartered to, to protect and we've chartered to uh, keep the trust of, of things relating to diet and exercise. Um, it was, a, it was, it was a, a very much a revolutionary message and we needed to reduce the skids for, for putting that word out there. Mm-hmm. And, the, and, the, and the offering was always, try this for yourself and come back for more. And so there was, there was nothing but disadvantage in sequestering or cloistering any kind of knowledge or anything that we're doing. And in fact, you roll the net back to the early days, and the, I think the easy test for the legitimacy of everything was, are they leading with that logo? Remember, remember how you used to 
watch a page load up slowly oh, on, yeah. on, sure. on, on dial-up and even DSL. Sure. Well, as soon as I see that, that Visa or MasterCard icon, I'm out of there. Mm-hmm. That There's a website that's committed to taking my money. I'm actually looking for information. And so we grew up, we grew up in that environment, and I don't see any reason to change now. Do, do, was there ever any pressure to say, man, we should, we could charge for this? We could charge for this content? We could charge well, for we, this information? Jeffrey, we do charge for it. I mean, we're, <laughs> you know, we're, we're perhaps the most profitable thing in the fitness industry. That, that, you know, it's, it's not, the question isn't whether you charge for it or not, it's what are you charging for? Yeah, but, but, but you're not case, charging for the videos, or you know, in this case, you're nope, just charging nope. through the membership alone. A lot of guys would say, no, let's put it up there, let's charge them for the course. They want to take the course, yeah. here's my PX90 or whatever the hell it is. And, and, and do and, all that stuff. I would, I would, my favorite position would be for everyone to, to not do anything with us, but try everything else first. Do it all. Mm-hmm. If you thought you want to go to a seminar next year, no, to, to take spend three more years trying all the other stuff out there then come to us mm-hmm. I want to go last not first do you consider yourself as much a media company now I mean, you, you talked about the biggest facility how could I, I not what's how that? could I not how could I not yeah, yeah I, I mean the fact is we are yeah. I look I'm I'm producing I'm producing uh, 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 broadcast ready content for ESPN yeah yeah we're, we're I guess we're a media company I mean yeah we are and that wasn't the intent either, sir. But the t- intent was this, Jeffrey, to use any any means that we could get our hands on to deliver the message about about constantly very high intensity functional movement, like a broken record. Right. It's that, and well, in fact, I, well, I gotta that you, singularity I, I, of purpose describes not only our profit but the inability of others in the business community to really wrap themselves around what is, is this a cult. Well, if you think that a, a overarching commitment to human uh, uh, work capacity across broad time and modal domains, if that identifies it as a cult, then indeed it's a cult. <laughs> but it also, if you want to look at it as a business, yeah, it's also a very profitable business. And so those are all those are all possible perspectives. Here's what we came up with at Harvard Business School: that we were kind of like a church run by a biker gang that doesn't have much interest in money. How do you like that? <laughs> That, well, that, that'll get people spinning, which is great. I mean, because you have been able to pull the highest numbers there are. I mean, you, you pay more to go to your facilities and be a part of that than, the, than we would consider the normal, the, I won't say normal gyms. We, offer, we offer an enormous bargain. You get, you get three times the result at twice the cost. There you go. That, that's it, a nice Yeah, spin. I mean, it's, a, it's an enormous savings of energy and money. Uh, and, and not to mention you don't have to buy the tapes, right? Uh, think of no. It's the it's the no. The the, the beauty is you know there's six thousand CrossFit gyms in in the United States, but there are eight thousand dialysis centers, <laughs> and and uh, that's my competition by the way. Is that where the you see? Is really that is the in the end result? Yeah. Of, yeah, yeah. I get to the top of the heap, and all I see is us and soda. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else. The rest is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. You think that? Well, I won't even get Take into your that. gym chain. Yeah. It's irrelevant. Yeah, it's not, yeah not all, they all locked the onto something bad. They bought into non-functional movement, and they and they bought off. They signed off on a high-carb, low-fat diet, and they sold their souls for money. And then along came a simple truth out of a garage in the Silicon Valley, 
bunch of knuckleheads sitting around drinking beer of all things after the workout thinking, why isn't someone telling the truth about this shit? And we did. And we did. And it's still all we sell. The truth and the brand value of being a company that tells the truth. There's nothing else here. There's no, there's no, there's no other money. Has it stayed the royalties from the tennis shoes? The royalties from the tennis shoes are also that. Yeah. We brought truth to the tennis shoe. Guess what? The tennis shoes, all the fitness shoes before us, they were shoes that were designed for an activity for which there was no definition. Can you imagine how it is they were so stupid with springs and claims and the amazing things that have been in shoes? Yeah. That's what happens when you try to make a shoe, but you don't know what you're making it for. You, are you telling me you don't have one of those uh, pairs of Skechers with the springs? Hell no. <laughs> actually, I have your shoes, okay? I'm not going to plug that shoe. I don't have to. Yeah. And that shoe speaks for itself, and its, its imitators speak speak best for us. It's simple, it's plain, and I like it's, it. And I it's like it. flat, it's yeah. simple. It's past the point where we try to BS that the shoe's going to make us perform better, but what the shoe needs to do is stay out of the way of performance. Yeah. So, and that... That's a separate. That's a different technology. I, you, I love. I love the passion, man. I absolutely do. You, you get a lot of people who criticize you from time to time, which is great. When you're out front, you're going to have people I to do. criticize. I have no problem. I have that myself all the time. I got the people bitching and moaning about me or what I do, or how I do it. I could give a. I say many times, I don't give a rat's ass. I'm going to speak the truth or what I believe to be the truth. And if you like it, get your own platform. And what do you tell? What do you tell? What would, advice would you give to another business owner along those lines? I tell them that uh, business is the art and science of providing uniquely attractive opportunities for other people. That markets only recognize uh, uniquely attractive opportunities and that uh, critics don't mean anything, that the quality of your product or service means everything. And the economics begins at the point where you say, I have to charge enough for this product or service to continue to produce it. And the rest is, is someone else's opinion or, or jealousy of the success you get from being there. Look, I, I started this by walking out in front of people and telling them that, you know, athletes, that what you had for breakfast and, and lunch and dinner last night is, is deleterious to your performance and, and, <laughs> uh, dangerous to your health in the chronic long-term sense and your current workout regimen is a joke and so like I'm not sensitive to to to, to criticism um, nor screams or lawsuit or any of that I mean it's it's it all it all is what it is I uh, I don't leave this organization to to you know uh, sing ballads about doing burpees and, and pull-ups. I mean, we're doing something really important here. Mm-hmm. We did, we did, uh, we'll do somewhere in upwards of a billion workouts this year to CrossFit crew. A billion workouts. That's, that's, that's with a B. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it, you know, you got to feel proud about that. that. You have to feel like, holy, holy shit, I'm making a difference. We're winning. Yeah. We're winning. Feels good to win, too, doesn't it? You know, it's a great thing. I'm so proud of everyone, especially my affiliates yeah. and their trainers and their clients. What, what do you say? Is, is By the way, when you, when you think about that, what do you say about your people? 
I mean, that's that's a real core point. Oh, I've got the most amazing staff in the world. I mean, look, tell me, make sense of this. Um, many of my key staffers started as volunteers. Mm-hmm. Dave Castro, head of training and uh, uh, head of the games, um, was, a, was a Navy SEAL. The former Navy SEAL, SEAL right? Yeah, I, SEAL I Team 6 yeah. and a volunteer on my seminar team. Before there was a job, he was a volunteer. He did his current job without pay. Wow. So he's he drinking. The, that well, job. a lot of your guys, they're all, everyone I've met from affiliates to the staff, they drink the Kool Aid. I mean, my, I'm not, not making strategy. a reference to the cult, but they really believe what they're doing. Like I, it's a, That's why I said it's a lifestyle. They yeah, live it. Yeah, I mean, there's a, those of us at the, at the heart of this thing have a, 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 an unflinching commitment to the end product and those that are doing all the heavy lifting, and that's, and that's our affiliates. I mean, it's really kind of a simple world for us. I didn't direct uh, a billion workouts. I won't. My affiliates and their trainers will. And I, you know, so they're doing that. We're all doing, we're all in this together. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. All right. Hey, listen, uh, I got to welcome my newest partner, Liberty Tax, to All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett. Liberty has over 4,000 offices in North America, and they are counting. They're growing just like CrossFit. Maybe not the same rate, but they're growing. And they've got a new tuition-free tax schools that starts in September where folks can learn a new skill. So check it out. And let me, I want to get into rapid fire, Greg, before we leave here. I want to sure. ask you a couple of just fast questions. This is uh, hopefully make you laugh a little bit or, or at least get your opinion on them. Here it is. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Dumbbell or kettlebell? Dumbbell. Uh, I like it. What, what, what team sport has the best, best athletes? Team sport. CrossFit teams. Oh, cool. nice work in there. Who's the fittest, police or firefighters? I can't do that one. <laughs> You've got a lot of those, but most people don't know. you got a lot of cops and a lot of firefighters, and, and I know a lot of military guys that are in CrossFit. So I, I get yeah. you. I'll, I'll, I will, I'll, I'll take you off the hook on that one. Hey, what's your guilty pleasure? If every once in a while, you know, I might have a Dunkin' Donut, what are you, what are you having? Guilty pleasure. Yeah, come on, you have to have one. I mean, I, I'll drink, and I and I and I don't claim there's a health benefit there, but I there's no guilt associated with it. Yeah, so, just just nice. You know, yeah, yeah. All right. That's, how about choose the best I could offer? How about choose this one, Jack Lalanne or Charles Atlas? Oh, they're both important. Those are both. Those are both. That's both good stuff, really. Yeah, you know, it caught the imagination. Look, I was. A, I know more about Jack Lalanne. I, I I know of Charles Atlas, but I I knew quite a bit about Jack Lalanne because I was a I was a youngster. I watched it when when I think a million Americans watched it, but nobody exercised. We just kind of freaked out on him. Yeah. Remember that? Oh, yeah. He was like entertainment. Oh, yeah. He he came out and he was just, he seemed like a, I don't know him. I never met him, but he just seemed like a really nice guy. Yeah. You you couldn't doubt his sincerity, right? And he moved well and he was a trip. Yeah, you just, with the jumpsuit and the dogs. He was a a very likable character and uh, and, uh, a pioneer. Yeah. How about this one? Iron Cross or Inverted Cross? Uh, The Inverted Cross was easier for me though it's a higher uh, rated move i i like the inverted and uh, i 
the regular cross stitch, the B movement, it kind of bugged my shoulders. Inverted cross never did. Yeah, a lot of people so, don't know. You were you used to be very big in gymnastics yourself, right? I wasn't very big. I was. I well, was, I, I mean, good. if you did it, that's pretty big. I mean, I didn't do it. Yeah, I was. I was. I was good and and good enough to to be beaten by some people that were great, and that was a that was that's, a wonderful experience. Which that's but you know if you're in this you know if you're judged by just some of the people who are your enemies or your competitors, that's not bad. That's a good thing. Yeah, I was. It was. Uh, no, I, I never. I never stood a chance. But I was there. You know, I was there the same day with them, and uh, and they had to beat me to be great. Well, I remember. And just. So. I remember how tough the the CrossFit. When I was there filming with you guys, we we actually filmed in San Diego at the Navy Seals, one of the same Navy Seals uh, workout areas there. I can't remember the name of it, but right there on the beach. And I remember one of your guys actually broke his ankle on the course. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I was, and you guys were just out for an afternoon workout before we had a barbecue. It was unbelievable. Okay, how about shot put or hammer throw? Oh, uh, probably hammer throw. See, I like the shot put. I use, I'm a former shot putter, but you remember I'm kind of yeah. a big guy. I like that. And then here's this. I'm going to ask you this one. Is golf a sport? Sure it is. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, and, and, and I'll tell you why. Um Sports Illustrated used to run a chess column, and and I I like chess, and so I would say, well, it's in Sports Illustrated, so it's a sport. Mm-hmm. And therefore, it was it was it was somehow important. And so, if chess gets to be a sport, then golf would have to be too. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. I like. Hey, that. look, it's got a, it's got a stick and a ball, right? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That part's good. I got. How about pool sport or not? I hey I'd say it is because you're betting on well of course you could bet on anything but you got to be good at it it's more a math game than anything isn't it you're using your mind that's for sure yeah his skill or and whatever I don't, know. I don't I don't you know I, it never it never mattered to me to parse that stuff but here's my claim is that CrossFit would make you better at any of them. The, wait, that's good. Yeah, like there we that. go. He had to work that. Yeah, that was good. That was a reach, but I liked it. I like that. Let no, me... I really don't think it is. I mean, look at the people that look at the people that come to me. You know, astronauts, rock stars, right? Of mm-hmm. course, they need the same workout, huh? Uh, uh, chess legends, um, surf gods, and legends. Well, you know, I mean, what, I, like, so, well, what's fine? You got to tell me where you got the pool player that we've seen that's coming in, or how about bowler? Let's find a bowler. No, I, would, you guys no, can here, help with here, the strength look, on bowler. Here's the cool thing: I you seal in the envelope, the unknown sport or activity. I'm going to tell you that CrossFit will make it better. Will make you better at that. I'm not, you know, I don't, I didn't build programs for basketball players. I didn't build programs for uh, football players. I didn't build programs for gymnasts. What I did was I would offer you a program that would increase your work capacity across broad time and modal domains. Now, it turns out, and that, by the way, is our definition of fitness. And it turns out that the fitness that we offer is a higher level fitness than was generally generated by people in track and field, in mixed martial arts, in golf, yes, and I would assume in pool, too even though I have no idea what the training looks like for pool, but I do know it to be true of chess because we've had that experience with the national chess champion team. And so when they tell me, coach, it made a hell of a difference this year and we're national champs again, and I, you know, what am I going to do? 
Say they're lying? Yeah, you got to start believing. All right, let me give you a chance for a just a blatant plug, shameless plug. What If you could plug anything, what would it be? You know, we, we're having a sit-down uh, to figure out what it is that we can do to make a difference against this uh, horrible onslaught of diabetes. Mm-hmm. It's uh, really a global problem, a modern global problem. And uh, we're going to sit down with the people from uh, kickthecan.info. It's a uh, California coalition for uh, the organization. I got other stuff here. But uh, they're promoting uh, uh, warning labels on a soda in California. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd like everyone to take a look at that and, and give thought to that. Uh, the uh, problem with uh, diabetes and tooth decay and obesity and all the attendant illnesses is uh, just out of hand. And uh, I think we have a I think we have a plan in place to do something do something about it. Sounds good. Well, we'll make sure people check it out. Greg, it's a pleasure. Yeah, kickthecan.info. We'll do it. I'll put it out all there. Right. We'll put it on the website. We'll let people know. My brother, my brother, I appreciate it so much. Thank you very much for taking the time to visit with me. Jeffrey, anytime. All right, cheers, brother. Taking you behind the scenes of what's happening in the business world, Jeffrey Hazlett hosts All Business, brought to you by Fortinet. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett, brought to you by Fortinet. Hey, after every show, I like to talk about the things I've learned. And I'm telling you, when I'm listening to Greg Rossman, one of the things I'm learning is, man, I don't know all the stuff he's talking about because he's one smart dude, because he's really into it. And not only into it, in which he should be, but the conversations are deep. And that's what I like about Greg. I didn't know what I was going to think about when I first met him. Because I'd heard so much, though it was like a legend, almost like you know this figure that everybody revered when I was around all of his people, which was you know kind of you have to cut through that when you're doing television or radio or doing the business that I do, because you have to kind of try to give somewhat of an objective side to it. But what I found is there was a lot of intelligence behind it, a lot of real substance, and I thought that was great. And I loved what he had to say about being demonstrably superior. That if you can do that and show people, man, you can charge for it and get extra value out of it, but you make a great impact on people's lives. Whether it's a product or a service, if you think about those companies and those people who have made that demonstrable, you know, superior product or way of doing things or whatever it might be if you're able to demonstrate that that is just absolutely fantastic and the other thing i thought was really cool was when you get right down to it it's really just simple and i thought that was the other thing i learned about that simple has a profound impact on everything in terms of message communication and in getting the value across and that's what i learned And it was a great conversation. I always have a great conversation when I talk to Greg, which has been a couple of times now. And I want to thank you for joining us and listening to All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett here on Play.it. And don't forget, tell your friends. Hey, tell your enemies, too. I don't care. Get them on board. Come see us. All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett on Play.it.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.